Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Before today's episode, I wanted to ask, have you heard of the podcast called Little Things with my sister in Christ, Amber L.B. Swenson? Amber is deeply mature, wise, biblical, honest, and she would love to share her faith with you. Just search for Little Things wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on to today's episode. Have you ever thanked God for fleas? You may have heard of the story of Corrie ten Boom. She and her sister were captured by the Nazis in World War II because they were helping Jews escape. And they were taken to Ravensbrück and put in this concentration camp to live in this overcrowded barracks. And if those conditions weren't bad, they got worse. Rancid straw served as their carpet as well as their mattress. And as you might imagine, they and many other women fell prey to the assaults of the soldiers and the guards. And if that wasn't bad enough, things went from bad to worse to worse yet still when they would go to bed and even throughout the day they would feel the bites of fleas. The whole barracks was infested. I mean, imagine trying to go to bed and you feel the biting of fleas. Now, I don't tell you this so that you worry a lot when you go to bed tonight and so you have to double, triple, maybe even quadruple check your covers, although that's not a bad idea. But really, how do you deal with a broken world that goes from bad to worse? I haven't just talked to one person who has said that. I think I've talked to just about everybody who's been saying that. How do you find joy in a broken world that isn't getting any better and it seems to be proving to be more broken day by day. Well, an answer to that comes from God's word today, and there's this neat connection that requires a little bit of explanation. You see, Paul wasn't just reaching out to one group of people in one place. He also was encouraging another group of Christian, among many others, in this town called Thessalonica. And when he was there, he was stretched thin. By that time, he had seen quite a bit. He had experienced much of the world that was pressing in upon him and persecuting him and many others. And throughout Paul's life, what did he face that went from bad to worse? He had been beaten. He had been almost killed. He had been chased and persecuted and imprisoned, as we've been talking about throughout these videos. But when he was talking to and encouraging and writing these Thessalonian Christians, he's stretched thin. And of all the things that he has to say, listen to these words. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Take those words from a man who understood what persecution and a broken world is all about, as he faced all of those trials and would face even more. And the reason we can be joyful, yes, in all of the circumstances, even when they seem to be getting worse, is because we have these joyous promises in our Savior Christ Jesus, regardless of our circumstance. But the neat connection that I mentioned earlier is that when Paul was reaching out to and encouraging that group of Christians, he needed support. Otherwise, he'd be on his own. And do you know who helped him? Who partnered with him and supported him and prayed for him? It was that group of Christians, the Philippians. They are the ones that reached out and even sent financial aid and prayed for and encouraged Paul. And without that, Paul doesn't even know where he would be. So consider what that meant as the Apostle Paul writes these words then to the Philippians. 
I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That partnership of all the reasons why Paul could press on despite a world around him getting worse day by day, it was others. It was a partnership of believers who were encouraging and even supporting him. And imagine what you would do if you faced this world alone. Again, we're not meant to do that. Even just dealing with the headlines can be challenging, but then having to struggle through this world by ourselves, that's why we have this incredible privilege of being partnered with so many other Christians. Do you know that every single Sunday, and you're probably part of this maybe, countless Christians are praying for and encouraging other countless Christians, and that carries on throughout the week, week after week, supporting other people that they will never meet. What would we do if we were just alone, and yet God has put us in this together? That was certainly the case for Corey Ten Boom. Because of those fleas, they could give thanks in all circumstances because the fleas kept the guards out of those barracks. So do you know what they were able to do? They were not only able to encourage one another and share in this partnership that we have, they were able to carry out Bible studies and devotions in a World War II Nazi, Nazi concentration camp. How crazy is that? And yet it goes on. They were also able to pray for others. Imagine all of the prayers that were needed as they considered the world around them in World War II. In our day and age, it's no different and it's not getting any better. But God gives you these incredible promises and he also gives you profound purpose. That is purpose for you to answer your prayers and to also work through your prayers and encouragement for the sake of others matter to him. And he will work through them. Think of it this way. My kids, I'm not sure where they picked it up, but whenever they see a siren from a police car, an ambulance, or a fire truck, one or more of them have this habit of saying, say a prayer. So we're playing in the backyard, we're driving down the road, and they see the sirens, one of them will say, say a prayer. Instead of the inconvenience of pausing and pulling off to the side, they, I'm not sure where they learned it from, probably my wife, they're encouraged to think about the others, to pray for others. The paramedics that are doing that hero-like work or the people that are hurting that are calling 911. Saying a prayer for others matters. And if your God listens to you as though you are his own dear child, which he most certainly does, then will he not take those prayers and make them work not only for your good, but for the good of others? So although we live in a world that seems to be broken, and it is, and it seems to be even getting worse, we can find joy in this, that God has given us profound purpose regardless of our circumstances. His promises and his power to keep every one of them will never wane or fail us. And he gives us purpose to encourage and support others in this partnership that we have together and to pray for others. And because God keeps his promises, he will most certainly carry this good work in you out to completion.